Seven Rings in Ham, this is Gotta Go Cast, a video game review show for the Sonic the Hedgehog series. Each episode, we review one Sonic title and rank it on a scale of chili dogs, one being the best. I'm sorry, I'm an idiot, one being the worst, <laughs> ten being the best. I'm your host, Kyle Von Kubik, and I'm joined along with... Hi, I'm Nagabun. I'm on twitch.tv slash uh streaming these uh, things. Yes. As well as other stuff, uh, pretty much 9 p.m. Eastern, most weekly, weekdays, sometimes weekends, and the archives of that go on YouTube.com slash Nagobun, and if you want to follow a Twitter to keep track of both of those and some other stuff, Twitter.com slash NEK0BUN, because someone took the other one. I'm Peter Graphic. There you go. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at Peter underscore Graphic, where I post pictures of my personal collection almost every day. And uh, occasionally I write articles on a website called GameTrog.com. Yeah, check those out quick because Pete's about to throw the entire collection in the trash. Oh, yeah. It's it's over. Sorry. <laughs> Tell me what you want. And we are <laughs> we're joined with a uh, very special guest for this episode. Hello. Uh, my name is Sam Newkirch. I have unfortunately been a Sonic fan since before I could think <laughs> for myself. <laughs> I came to this because I, I knew Peter, and Peter, I suppose, was like, wait, Sam has to be yep. on this podcast. <laughs> yes, w- without a doubt. Well, P- Pete and I d- discussed this project, and we were discussing possible special guests, and Pete's like, we gotta get Sam. And then I remembered that about three years ago at uh, Rat Girls Vendor Circus, which was this small type of convention for artists on the island, I met Sam, I went to her table, and I was immediately drawn to this Sonic the Hedgehog comic. So it is a a zine I did with my husband based on a book I made in probably either the first or second grade, cleverly called Sonic's Adventures, made probably around the time the Dreamcast came out. I didn't know it existed at the time. <laughs> but it was just like a little storybook about like an adventure Sonic went on. So uh, I had my husband who draws really wacky. Um, I had him redraw it and then I added and drew on top of it since I draw professionally and I've been selling this book this zine for about I think about six years now I keep printing it because people still either keep buying it or it's perfect at conventions for like seeing people glare at your table um, from across the way because it's got this really dumpy Sonic on the cover. (laughs) The style, I would say, is like this sort of grotesque rat fink type style. And that immediately drew me to the book. But then reading the book, this pairing of these grotesque images with a child's imagination and sensibility in writing it's just incredibly charming go to samdoesart.com do you have pages from that zine on there i know you have everything else on there as far as uh, your illustrations and, and your art uh, i do not uh, but, uh, but I, you don't have any pages i have the zine on my etsy there are pictures from from there if you want to buy a copy for yourself my etsy is the same username as uh, i will plug my instagram 
my Twitter, and my Twitch, which are all Sam Newkirch, which is S-A-M-N-E-U-K-I-R-C-H. Now, Sam, you're our first special guest. Why Sonic? I don't, I don't freaking know. <laughs> it's a problem I've had since I was a small child. I can't even describe why I like Sonic the Hedgehog so much. <laughs> I think we're all going to have trouble describing uh, why we like Sonic the Hedgehog moving forward with this project. It's a curse. But uh, yeah, this episode, we're talking Sonic and the Secret Rings. It was nominated by Jeremy Palmertier because he's a goddamn monster. Jeremy, we're going to out- have a talk. I also Go said. On a ride. I also said I would do this one though. <laughs> so yes, you too. did. <laughs> yes, I asked Sam what what episode, what game does she want to uh, review, and she picked this game. Uh, I don't know why. Uh, because uh, it, I know y'all pick either weird games or like controversial ones, so I know people yes. have a b- beef with this game. Yeah, mm. I, I, I feel I like a, a whole few ass people cow. <laughs> <laughs> Tipping it. Uh, it's gonna be a long. On night. the notes, on the notes, it says that this game was released in 2007. But let's all say it escaped in 2007. It was developed by Sonic Team and published by Sega. It is an on rails runner, and it is a very interesting attempt at a Sonic game that came out a year after Sonic 06. The title was actually released in place of an aborted attempt to port Sonic 06 to the Wii. So. We users, you dodged a bullet. <laughs> I think. I don't know. I haven't played Sonic 06, so maybe I'll like that better. I doubt no. it from everything I've heard from everyone. No. <laughs> they they no. dodged a bullet, but they got like a scratch on their shoulder. <laughs> I prefer that, actually. <laughs> they, dodged a bu- they dodged a bullet, but they stepped in dog yeah. shit. <laughs> you you got happened. a cool scar that gets a lot less cool when you have to explain it. See, I can have fun for five minutes playing this game. I can have fun for about 30 seconds playing Sonic 06, so... Ooh, okay, so uh, listeners, please do not nominate that game, which (laughs) definitely ensures someone will nominate this game. (laughs) But yeah, so uh, Sonic and Secret Rings. It was released in 07. It has a sequel, a part of this Sonic storybook series that was, I guess, killed off after the sequel, which was Sonic and the Black Knight. Like, gameplay-wise, we're not going to gameplay yet, but um, it's got similar gameplay to stuff like Temple run but yeah. predates it by four years i don't know how much the three runner thing was a thing by that point i mean i know like the Je- the jeff minter one the tempest existed yeah. and that's kind of a similar vein of 3d load uh, yeah uh, world runner existed by that point uh so like there, there was precedent for this but like they didn't get big especially on mobile again for another like four years after this so you had sure. to you know shell out a couple hundred dollars to um frustrate yourself running into stuff with something you can barely <laughs> control a cadabri from its time this is fairly early we so I'd say feels a lot like Excite Truck in a control scheme, which again, we'll get to. They didn't really bother making it fit Sonic at all. So it's it's got precedent for some of the systems they tried to enact is what I'm saying. Sonic Team was developing this when the Nintendo Wii was still being called the Nintendo Revolution. And because of that, they went all in on the motion controls. And I was revolted. Uh, they went all in with these motion controls, for better or worse. It's the first Sonic title to be on the Wii, and it's one of the earliest. Now, Sam, you played this back in the day. What was your first impressions of Sonic and the Secret Rings Okay, back so, when you were younger? Yeah, uh, this came out, what was the year, 2007, right? Um, yes. So this came out when I was like 14. I had no experience with any games other than Sonic and Pokemon, so I had no worldly experience. Um, <laughs> I was just excited to play Sonic, so like I had a friend who had a Wii, 
and they had it and I was like this is a new Sonic game I have to play it and mm. I had no sense as a child of what it is you know to not to not be rude full, <laughs> full disclosure I'm on the autism spectrum so it took me time to learn so me not knowing any better I just used to go to this friend's house just for maybe a week or two straight and just sit there mm. not pay attention to them or anyone else and just play this game until I beat it and uh yeah Thinking about it now kind of embarrasses me, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) We'll get into the controls in a little bit, but they definitely are something that if you want to play this game to some sort of sense of completion, you will have to sit there for a long time and learn the controls because they're more involved than I was expecting for a Sonic the Hedgehog game. Okay, so I'll sum up the plot of Sonic and the Secret Rings. Sonic has a bad case of heartburn and has to go to Subcon. The end. If only. If only. <laughs> All right. You, you want to take a swing at it instead? Yeah, like, uh, basically, oh, so he finds a book or a ring or both. Uh, I don't even remember. I believe he does it. find both. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, it, the book is uh, Thousand One Arabian Nights. I think, I Sonic, think Sonic wakes up and he's like, I'm literate. I'm married. What's yeah. going on? I, I have a house. This is yeah. not my beautiful house. Yeah. This is not my beautiful book. Uh, yeah, so it, there's a genie in the ring and like she's like, hey, wish for something. He wishes for some handkerchiefs or something after he rubs the ring. and then, But like there's bad genie or gin or something who looks like Groose and Ganondorf combined, even though yeah. Skyward Sword wasn't out yet. Eraser. Um, yeah. <laughs> The yeah. Eraser Jin. Yeah. Uh, Very much on the nose. Speaking like, of Ganondorf. Yeah. Yeah. Eraser like pins a little fiery brush. It's supposed to be a flame arrow, but mm-hmm. you can't really see any arrow. You just see fire. I'll do a uh, Sonic's chest. It's going to kill him if he goes slower than 50 miles per hour or something. And uh, yeah, <laughs> and while, while, while he's like the Jin guys are racing the book for some reason, even though he, or, like, it seems like he comes from it. I, I don't I don't know. Tails is Alibaba, Eggman, yeah. Oh, Egg, yeah, Eggman is, uh, I'm sorry, Robotnik is some king whose name is very similar to the genies, I'm sorry, I'm not- Shariar. Yeah, Shariar. And yeah. Um, Knuckles is Sinbad. Uh, right. Shadow apparently shows up at some point, I don't know as who, I don't know if he gives you a gun to put you out of your misery, or he <laughs> does it himself- Charge it to a werewolf. I think he. Yeah. I think he might just be in the the multiplayer because like I got to almost the end and I did not see him. That could be it. I mean, there's some other things I didn't see as well, but we'll get to that way later. Yeah, everything about the Secret Rings plot and theming made me think that this game was something else. Either Sonic uh, Sonic Team was developing a not Sonic game, and then at the eleventh hour they came in and said, "You got to dump Sonic in this game." Or also, early. Wh- why are there dinosaurs? In, are there dinosaurs in A Thousand One Arabian Nights? Uh, like, yeah. I know about the 40 Thieves. <laughs> yeah, you never read that? Sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> the flying carpets, the magic lamps, and the a Carnotaurus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
That's why Disney yep. spun it off into its own CG movie. It was too much content for the original Aladdin. And <laughs> I thought that this game may have started as a Knights game, as part of the Knights franchise. But in my research, as I said uh, about the historical notes, no, this was Sonic Team just being sick of making Sonic games, I guess. <laughs> because, they yeah, really all really these worked. characters show up, but they're, like, Sonic recognizes... Alibaba as Tails. We as the player recognize Alibaba as Tails. But from what I understand, it's never revealed that like, oh no, Tails is actually Tails. No, he's just Alibaba as a part of this storybook series. Mm. Kind of reminds me of like you know, cartoons that we'd watch in the 90s where like the Muppet Babies would be injected into the Wizard of Oz or Star Wars and they would play the characters associated with those stories, which honestly... It's not a bad idea. I think yeah. the theming is pretty cool in the game. I like the idea of Sonic being transported into, you know, a storybook. I feel like if they towed the line and been like, Knuckles like, I guess I'm Sinbad now. Like, I'm uh, told I'm a <laughs> sailor. I'm getting used to it. It's pretty fun. You get to punch other pirates instead. It's cool. Like, that would have worked a little more than just, oh, yeah, hi, I'm Sinbad. I'm locked in a cage. <laughs> right. Some glowy right. rings, which aren't are different from the golden rings you've been collecting and the, the colored rings that you're collecting, which are not Chaos Emeralds or Time Stones or anything else. <laughs> oh, God. I kind of wish it had been a Knights game because Arabian mm-hmm. Nights into 1001 Dreams. Done. There you go. There's your title. Sega. There is Here's a Knights game on the Wii. And uh, yes, yeah, I have that, actually. <laughs> and I don't think it worked out that great. <laughs> no. Yeah. Definitely just pick up. I think they ported the original... Uh, to PC and stuff, so you can find it. As I was playing it, I was thinking of the the show and what I was going to talk about, and all I could say to myself sure. was, like, we should call this episode Gotta Go Forward, because he's constantly <laughs> going forward, and right. he does fall asleep reading this book. It reminded me of, like, Mario 2. Right, yeah. Sub-top. Yeah, and that's right. okay. Right. Like, I like that idea, and um, I can't pronounce the the genie's name Shara Shahara Shara Shara Oh you mean Shara Well the Sharae I don't know Sonic says Shara Shara Whatever she can grant wishes but he's like I wish you could, <laughs> I wish you could get this I'm sorry I'm sorry I I'm I'm right now I'm I'm debating whether or not all of us saying the genie's name is going to be cut from the show or not at the same time <laughs> That'll be the musical interlude Yeah Shanana Shahar Shahiri Shara Shanana Sherbert? I, I think I, I, I originally went with Shara because I figured like it was a play on Sherazade or yeah you're Sherazade. probably right she's cute she looks like uh like Shantae yeah, yeah. from you know Shantae well, or, series or, uh, or the genie from Power Stone who I can't remember the name of oh but let's, no, let's bring yeah, it back I, to Sega baby the, the, <laughs> yeah, very good or actually was they get Capcom on the Dreamcast yeah sorry right the, the the part that was like she grants him wishes and he's like I wish you could take this flame out of my chest and she's like I can't really do that. <laughs> He's like, oh, <laughs> all right, I guess. I wish he would have wished for less tutorials. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. I did oh, not boy. remember much about this game, but I remembered before going in that, like, the tutorials take forever. Yeah. And, like, a less yeah. annoying menu system. That would have been my wish. Yeah. Yeah. And- <laughs> I would have wished for these things, too. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the gameplay then. Sonic is perpetually running along a stage track as the player navigates the stage by timing Sonic's tilt and jumps. Uh, The player can all... We say that he's always going forward, but you can break Sonic... The game, <laughs> the game literally breaks when you break it, break him, and uh, you can walk backwards. 
I think Crash Bandicoot meets Superman 64 with the the strong foundation of Sonic R, and that's kind of what you have happening with the game mechanics, at least in my opinion. I mean, you you, you don't get the sweet soundtrack, but you do get the uh, plummeting off into oblivion or other places <laughs> you don't want to be from Sonic R. I'll, I'll agree to that. Yeah, and before you um, get to experience all 110 missions, you do have to go through at least eight stages of tutorials, mm. and that is where I was about to quit this game. The tutorial system alone should have uh, rang some alarm bells, because they teach you about this new charge jump mechanic, which you know, it lets you get height and stuff, mm. you like stop in place, and it mm-hmm. also helps with braking, even though there's also a brake button, because why the hell not? They teach you about that before they teach you about regular ass, just quick tap jumping, so... Uh, about that yeah uh, in our private chat i shared a video where my son was watching me play and i was laughing at the game because i kept just eating shit <laughs> while playing these tutorial stages and he was telling me it wasn't funny because i needed to <laughs> beat the game which i did not do but uh, he was enamored with the game uh, he found the visual striking he found the characters interesting he thought he was watching a movie I thought I was going through a nightmare I think I dropped more F-bombs streaming this than I have dropped in a very long time I can think of one other game now on top of what I've already described as the mechanics what else is dumped in well there's an upgrade system it's kind of like an RPG you level up you can get upgrades to your different abilities like there's speed boosts at the start which are timed kind of like hitting a button at the right time in a racing game mm. um You've got uh, your homing attack is back and much more difficult to, again, we'll get into it in the controls. We yeah. keep mentioning it because that's, that's, that's the core disaster to this game. Sure. Yeah, there's things that extend the range of your your homing so you can see things and dash to things further away. General speed boost on the ground, speed boost for different terrain, uh, attack boost, little backflips when you try to go backwards, light your feet on fire. It's it's more useful than it sounds. But yeah, there's a, there's 104 of those to collect oh boy. on top of everything else. And those are assigned to these uh when you start a level that it just throws up four rings and they never explain yeah that. yeah yeah eight stages yeah. of tutorials i'm like okay great now i can actually play a stage and then i go to play like a real stage in the game and it's like well which ring do you want to use <laughs> well why did i spend eight stages learning jumps what are these rings <laughs> am i gonna pick yeah. the wrong ring i don't know what i'm supposed to do right i'm like hey i guess a a ring looks good to me i'm supposed to look for seven rings clearly i found four they're on my screen <laughs> yeah, basically your upgrades cost different point values and uh, you can assign them to the specific rings. And then like, I, I think the whole idea of the four is to have different builds for different stage types. Uh, I would I would just manually switch them in and out uh, now, every time because I don't even care. Sam, back in the day when you were playing this, did you find that mechanic useful at all? Like, were you making builds for different stages? Not that I remember. I don't think so. Because I tapped out of this game like where <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I didn't they, there was never and maybe there isn't in the game. But at the, the point where I stopped where I got to like dinosaur land, the game had still not explained what those four rings were doing. And I just they kept never putting, will. They never yeah, will. They don't. Okay. Yeah. You kind of just have to figure it out. I mean, like I said, this time I got uh, almost to the end. And by that point, I, I was using the different things to try to make yeah. some of uh, the stuff easier. Cause like in order to continue and go to a new stage, you have to, you have to do obnoxious, like things like, Oh, collect 99 rings. Like, you know, yeah. uh, go in circles and be confused about this dinosaur egg. You're supposed to put in a nest, but this isn't the correct <laughs> nest. Keep going. Do it again. You know, that took me 40 minutes. Oh, I didn't even get I that. Think I- with those rings. I saw it and it was like, all right, 
right, make, build your ring. And I was like, did I miss something? Let me go back. Make believe reborn. I'm like, oh my God, I missed something. Let me go back. Make believe reborn. I'm like, enough. It's just, yeah. it's, I, I can't, I couldn't take it. I'm getting flashbacks of that. Why wasn't it just yeah. one tutorial where you could have been like, Sonic, come back and practice whenever you want. And That'd have been the end of it. Yeah. Or, 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 or stage it, like have basic skills, advanced skills, and have it all be opt-in. You don't need to teach me to do backflips with my feet on fire. I think I understand what that entails now that I already know what the backflip right. is. And it says right in the description, gives you increased attack power when you backflip. Okay, cool. I got it. I got it. I don't have to back, I don't have to like drop kick some boxes seven times in a row because I always miss two before I hit the goal. Thanks. Thanks. Some of those like skills are increasing like you're jumping or running or making you turn sharper or run a little bit faster like it makes the controls yeah. tighter am i wrong like because right. and that's yeah that is that is true I, I basically my builds were always increase my killing power and keep me on the goddamn track yeah but not the, that it helped that much oh but to be able right. to play the game and have to earn playing the game better is a hot slice of bullshit <laughs> oh yeah. absolutely absolutely some, some of the stuff yes. Some of the stuff I'm fine with getting later, like, you know, like turning your backflips into flaming back backflips. Like, that's fine to earn later. But yeah, like not being able to control Sonic and having to earn that, that sucks. Yeah. yeah, the dinosaur level. I don't know if this happened to you guys when you had to redo those a level for like the stupid goals where it's like, don't touch anything, mm -hmm. touch everything. It was like, don't yeah. get hurt. And I was like, okay. Oh, no. And yeah, I, the, the, the diehard challenge. I did that like 10 times and I couldn't just walk around a cactus like yep that wasn't there the first run and here they are like in the way it's like all right let me jump over it uh, i jumped too late i'm dead he yeah. just he would Whoops. keep walking into it it's like what are you doing on top of that you are a hedgehog <laughs> yeah. well, well that's the consider. whole hedgehog's dilemma though isn't it hedgehogs can't find true love because they're all too prickly. you like quills the, the, the hedgehog the hedgehog can never be buggered yeah the hedgehog's dilemma i had my four-year-old yell at me dad stop breaking the pots <laughs> <laughs> because I, in one of these diehard challenges i kept breaking the pots. oh and yeah yeah I, 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 I screwed that up the first time i screwed it up it was like three pots from the end too i'm like oh I probably should have read the description on that. Well, and that was the other thing, too, is that I found uh, Sonic early on with his control. He would, like, constantly drift towards the hazards that you were trying to avoid in those specific stages. I, w uh, I will say the, the momentum physics are spot on and completely counter uh, to your trying to actually get anything done. All right. So we're, we're talking about it without talking about it. Let's get into these controls. Uh, in my opinion, and I think everybody else on the line would agree, the weakest point of Sonic and the Secret Rings, the biggest detractions are the lock-on mechanic that flickers on and off, doesn't work as well as the waggle that you have to do to make Sonic perform different types of dashes and jumps. It just doesn't work. And for me, this game is asking for precision, but giving you imprecise tools to pull it off. If you've played other 3D Sonics before, you can feel like where they shat the bed. That's the best mm -hmm. way to put it. Like, yeah. they tried to cram it all in one Wiimote. Fine. Like I said, they basically jacked uh, the controls from Excite Truck, which is basically steer with the wheel, flick it around or flip it to do uh, stunts. Up to this point 3d sonics you had your homing attack it was just hit the jump button again it even had the little lock-on thing in right. sonic adventure sonic adventure 2 in this one there's a delay on the lock-on first yep. of all you can only use it in midair which i think was a thing with the lock-on attack but it, having it on the same button as jump 
made some goddamn sense. This with the, like, you're holding, okay, you're holding the Wiimote sideways already, like a D-pad, so I can kind of see where they were going with that, but jerking it forward to do these attacks, it's not the most natural assumption of what to do. Plus, you're tilting, to, you're trying to tilt to change direction. The camera's fighting with you here and there. It's not as bad as other Sonic cameras, honestly. They did No, okay. I was actually surprised at how... If you start backing up, it shits the bed. But... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> now, don't go backwards. Yeah. <laughs> Stop them. Going backwards sucks. When you are running forward, I was surprised at how well the camera did perform for such an early Wii game. But it's on rails. So it's a yeah. very curated experience. You know, it's yeah. not like Sonic Adventure where you're running around an environment. You're kind of locked into this track. The only thing I did enjoy about thrusting the Wiimote forward was I could imagine strangling the developers <laughs> who made this game. Because there was so much frustration built around that lock-on where I see the baddie, I'm jumping towards the baddie, I have my green reticle on the baddie, and then, up, oh, it went away, it doesn't turn red, and I just fall into a ravine or a pit yeah. or Whatever. That's the worst when, uh, like, there are several areas where you have to hit enemies in midair to maintain enough air to get across ravines, and that becomes quite the problem. I, like, I was okay with it once I sort of got used to it, and I, like, I appreciated there's an upgrade that actually doesn't take long to get that extends the homing range of that, but with the enemies that are moving or disappear on time cycles with that you're shooting yourself in the foot because then you're locking on and then they disappear while you're launching at them and you're dying again anyway. Uh, the worst part is every Wii shipped with at least one nunchuck. The main <laughs> story game for this is one player. You had the nunchuck. You could have brought the nunchuck into play. Put movement on the nunchuck and keep things on the button for attacks. Do something weird and wild, like a little weird, like, breakdancing kick on the ground or something. And, mm. like, you're fine. You're fine. It, it, it's right there. There is, there's no excuse. There's no excuse. I get a little extra angry thinking about the whole <laughs> the whole homing attack system, because yeah. um, admittedly I was too lazy to hook my Wii U back up, so I attempted uh, emulating it on my my PC. Uh, so maybe I can stream it. It was a horrible idea. Like, the game loads fine in Dolphin, but then I connected a Wii remote to my computer, and uh, the homing attack was infinitely worse. Uh, mm. Like, it just would not work half the time. Oh, and... that, that's normal That's normal for the regular hardware, too. Don't worry about it. Yeah. No, 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 no. It was, believe it, it or not- It was emulating perfectly. Believe, yes. it, <laughs> believe it or not, it was infinitely, like, it felt infinitely better once I did it on the actual hardware. I was like, oh, damn, okay. And <laughs> that and those, the stupid flying pots oh boy yeah I, yeah the, like, the flying, like pots the flying pots on the on the pc would not work at all uh, i guess just <laughs> oh, to explain okay. what they okay. are they're these little little pots that like jars that have wings and what you do is sonic <laughs> jumps into it and then you like just have to jerk the wii remote up and down over and over again to make like the pot fly up yeah. uh, on the pc it would move a little bit and then stop so i was just mm. like aggressively just shaking my Wii remote and it did nothing. So yeah, going from that to the Wii U, it felt <laughs> like I said, believe it or not, better. Um, but my problem is, unlike uh, me as a 14-year-old who was young and had no problems, I have chronic tendonitis in my drawing arm, and yeah. having to fling the Wii remote round to like do anything made my arm sore after a while. It's not accessible. Sam, at I'm all. sorry. You had to play this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and no, I still... no. Sam chose to play this game with us. Now we're hurting I, her. Like, <laughs> I know, but I ch I chose. And the thing is, I sat there yesterday and got to like 
the second to last final boss and I don't know why. Like, why did I suffer <laughs> on purpose? I'm in the minority. I like the tilt controls. You're uh, not a, the, the minority. I actually think that was the thing they should have focused on the most. Right. I agree. If, I agree. And if they... If they had polished it, I would have been more. All right. Well, yeah. All right. Well, I guess I'm I'm in the same boat. I'm fine with him going on his own and kind of just mm-hmm. driving him and it yeah. almost being like a cutscene. I wish it was just like some, you know, quick time events or something or, or like yeah. when it cooks and it does that, it's a lot of fun. When it works, right? When, yeah. When the tilt works, it's fun. In these very short segments, he's moving fast and when you feel like you have control of him, it's a fun experience. It just doesn't happen enough. No. And there's too and, much other crap dumped in here and, where it's like, I just want to keep him moving. It goes back to like earlier episodes where I, I said that for me, like the most fun part of Sonic for me is when he's moving fast and the parts that I despise the most is when he's lumbering around or, or walking or something like where he's slow. It it disrupts the kinetics and it, it asks you to disrupt the kinetics. And I'm like, no, you're you're ruining the, yeah, what are the you doing? only enjoyment in this game. And, and the first two levels are like that where it's like, yeah, this is cool. And like Sonic stops and he's like stretching and he's like. That was awesome, right? And it's like, yeah, that was cool. Yeah. The pot, the flying pots, I don't mind. It's those stupid slingshots that I couldn't stand. Where he's oh, in, yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about with like the seesaws? Oh yeah, I hated oh, yeah. those. The, cata- the catapult? Yeah, whatever that you want to call Terrible. it. Terrible. A spoon? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Spoon. And it's there's like no other end Light of it. Fire just, underneath it. Yeah, I hated those. But I think this is what it, this refined is what Sonic R should have been. Yeah, I don't think you get here without Sonic R, and I think the parallel between the two is this is like Sonic R 2.5. Honestly, Sonic R would have been cool with stuff like the the catapults. Yeah. Well, maybe not so much the pots because they're time consuming, but like, you know, add add little things that mess with your speed and stuff. That'd be neat. Sonic R 2, Sonic R R. Just let me play the game with buttons. That's all I want. Yes. Yes. (laughs) That was the aggravating thing, right? It's like, oh, hold your remote sideways. Great. Okay. Do I use the D-pad? No. (laughs) Well, you do. You do, but it's to fuck yourself over because you either forget that it doesn't do movement and you either launch the high speed mode or the... uh, uh, yeah, you said you only got to the dino lane. You might not have even gotten no, the I didn't get into any of this. Yeah. No, yeah, no, yeah. Everyone on the line right now are heroes, <laughs> except for me. Yeah, <laughs> basically, those orbs you're collecting, they fuel a bar that lets you either go super fast or slows down time, which is supposed to be good for targeting like the enemies that disappear for some of the jumps. Never, never really helped me. No, no, yeah, just... the problem with the speed one, uh, it's like, you know, boost-style gameplay in a Sonic game before they did boost-style gameplay. The thing is, like, you'll hit it, and it's kind of satisfying when it works, but a lot of time you'll just slam into, like, you know an obstacle and get hurt just like sonic 06 when they tried doing that stuff it's like oh yeah this is fun and you slam into a wall and you fucking die (laughs) (laughs) all right well i think the strongest aspect of this game would be its uh, graphical presentation for me at least i felt that this game really holds up well and again this might be because of their choice to do this on rails runner where it's all curated experiences so it's not really taxing on the hardware and it's very like streamlined where you're going this way and only this way and you're only seeing this assortment of things it felt like it could have been put out yesterday uh with the exception of a couple close-ups 
or their choice to do this static storybook cutscene in lieu of doing, you know, fully rendered polygons. But f- that choice uh, for the storybook works aesthetically as well as practically. Yeah, to be fair, I like I liked the comic sort of things, but I'm really partial to like the whole motion comic thing, even though these, these didn't have that much motion. I liked it. Yeah. I think that the reason the game holds up for me visually is because they made smart choices with yeah, <laughs> not with the, okay. not with the controls, but their choice of mechanic or at least the 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 premise of their mechanic and with the, those cutscenes that's why to me visually it looks like a game that could have came out yesterday the level designs are amazing um like the the first sandy air is kind of like kind of whatever levitating ruins sky ass fly place whatever the hell it was called where you're on these like i don't know if they were creatures or just islands with wings or what mm-hmm. jumping around but like i was getting strong like dot hack fort a root town fort oof vibes mm-hmm. of all things there's that that's an odd cut if anybody picks up on that congratulations but yeah and i th- like i think some of the uh combat stages in dot hack had actual like islands with wings and stuff flying around going on and like the one where you get to do one level and then do nothing else forever at least i didn't get far <laughs> enough to get anything because a razor gin summons a fiery freak that you can't beat because you're on fire or something that one was cool uh was it evil foundry it was, it's kind of got like a whole pipes and gears. It, it, it's like how like you get to the more robotic stages with uh, Robotnik and traditional Sonics, but more I, I like I hate the term steampunk, but it is a little steampunk. That boss was kind of like the um, was it the Sand Golem boss in Sonic Adventure Two, except it looked cooler. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When it comes to the the storybook stuff, I have to say like I I definitely have a bias for two D drawings from mm-hmm. like the modern Sonic era. Like they they always have a great attitude and like look really great great you know even if the game they're from is crap um so i like those and then otherwise i think the entire game just looks really nice but it's rare for a sonic team game to look poor you know like they're really good with style like i'm not a fan of let's say you know the way sonic 06 looks where they tried to make things look realistic like no you know stylization is where it's at pete where do you stand with the the graphical presentation of this game or how do you feel about echidna feet (laughs) Uh, i'm kind of indifferent about echidna feet i have to explore that more off off the show don't (laughs) in privacy um i think i think it looks really good on the wii i think it's one of the better looking wii games i like the theme i think that's pretty cool i don't really like how like how sonic looks aesthetically that the flame Mm. and the he does kind of look like he's married and i don't i kind of wish they arabian knighted him up a little bit Mm, maybe they do in the other levels i never got that far give him a kafia or something yeah give him like something like maybe a necklace instead i don't know like like aladdin pants would have been cool i did not like the the comic book cutscenes, and i love comic books and I love art and I'm an artist too, but I found them to look really bland and like they all had that like tan wash and I get that they're pages, but like you could have done something better, like animate them a little bit or I don't know. I didn't like them. I wish I could cut them. I wish there was a way to cut, do the cutscenes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The the color, the color work was definitely. Yeah, it just went on and on. Maybe like make it look more like an illustration, like during that time period or uh, something like there was just, I don't know, I didn't like it. I could barely see what I was looking at. What would you think about their choice to use, uh, like, an Arabic-like font for English words? 
I, I thought that was a little corny. I can't even because in, in the beginning, in the beginning opening cinematic, where you see Sonic looking at this flying castle, there's like <sighs> Arabic letters floating yeah. around. I was like, you guys better be careful, man. Yeah, and then, I think like Zelda yeah. got a fatwa on it or something because they had like uh, Islamic song playing at the Water Temple, right? So when I saw uh, that, it was the Fire Temple. Oh, Fire Temple, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, was sixty four, right? Yes. Yeah, well, yeah. So then I was like, oh, what's going on with this game? Because I. I like to go into the games blind. I don't want to read the Wikipedia article before I play the game. I want to just play the game and experience it fresh. So, like, all this Arabian Nights stuff was... I had no idea that this was coming our way. I just thought Sonic had a ring for some... Well, he always has rings, but he has a ring on his finger for some reason. Maybe Amy finally locked him down. I don't know. See, I'm not an expert on this at all, but I was a little questioning of, um, you know, you, you, you guys saw, like, you had the thing pop up that was like, oh, you have a new thing in the special book, and it had that typeface that was <laughs> yes. trying to look like Arabic. As far as I'm aware, um, when, like, typefaces try to do that, kind of like when you get the typefaces that try to look like Chinese letters and things mm -hmm. like that. I uh, hate it. That's, it's low-key racist, actually. Yes, like, yes. You shouldn't well, do that. That's what I was getting at, is that, like, the special book, it looks like, oh, it's, it's Arabic across it. But no, it literally says special book in English in just a very Arabic, like, they went to defont.com. <laughs> and typed in Arabic, and that's what they, they picked up. I, I was yeah. playing like this. My, fa my favorite incidents of that is when, like, people try to use, like, Cyrillic as regular, Cyrillic or Greek letters as uh, regular English letters, uh -huh. and then anybody who knows who the, how they're out actually pronounced makes fun of, like, what that uh, word would actually read like. I was playing this with my son, too, and he was really impressed with the menus burning. <laughs> and he's, like, oh, that, he's like, that looks awesome. That looks great. It's like the fire looks awesome. And I was like, yeah, it does, I guess. He was also like, what special book? And we looked at it and he's like, oh. <laughs> he's like all not excited for it. And I was like, all right, what's in it? And it was just like, oh, it's those cutscenes or whatever it was. He's like, oh. Like, not very special. Yeah, it wasn't no. very special. And it was a stupid name for that bonus section. Most of y'all didn't get to it, but uh, the final stage is really pretty. Uh, like they got a really nice, like, purple pretty palace oh, in the sky purple, thing going I'm on in. i gotta go back a lot of a lot of gl just glass floors and all this stuff i remember really enjoying the final level as a kid not any of the bullshit you have to do extra but just the level itself where you're going and i i still enjoyed it for the most part but it sucks having to get to it sure you know? i'll youtube sure. it yeah there you yeah. go that's the that's the way <laughs> yeah, to play this basically. game that would be the smart way to do it yeah the only other thing I did enjoy about the game, if you take it out of the game and try to appreciate it separate from the experience of the game, is the soundtrack. Now, I know we're all going to talk about Make Believe Reborn. Because you're going to hear that track. What is that track called? Seven Rings? Seven Rings? Seven of, Rings in Hand and, or something like that. Se yeah, seven, seven Rings, rings in Hand. Ham? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it totally sounds like that dude saying ham. Uh, yeah, you're going to hear that song over and over and over and over again. The menu navigation is untenable for me. Like, the amount of menus you have to navigate to get... And maybe it's because I, the controls were so poor that I, I wasn't enjoying playing through these stages. But to me, it's like, to hear that song every time you fail, succeed, go back to the menu, <laughs> it becomes irritating. But separately, I kind of enjoyed the corny new menu metal trash mixed with Middle Eastern flair. And then like there's a sitar with a whammy bar. I'm into it. I dug it. I listened to soundtracks for the game's review separately from playing the games just because I feel like you can appreciate the music more when you're not like stressing about beating a boss or making that jump or whatever. And uh, a couple tracks.
tracks stood out to me. Uh, Poison Spear sounds like Diet Guar to me. The uh, Wicked Wild, which will for sure be played during this episode, sounds like some sort of knockoff o- Oingo Boingo track. And Worth a Chance, which is like this love ballad, is a complete ripoff to my ear to As Long As You Love Me by the Backstreet Boys. What do the rest of you feel about this soundtrack? I, I have not experienced it outside of the game. The whole menu thing with Make Believe Reborn, it's the same problem that Guitar Hero had. How many people got sick of uh, Joan Jett's I Love Rock and Roll because it's the first gay or the first song that you can pick from on the level select menu. Yeah. And uh, like if you leave the game idle, it will continue playing a loop of the main hook from that song forever. So like, you know, you're hanging out with friends, usually playing this game. You're, you know, grabbing some snacks, talking about stuff. It, it's the same sort of, it's going to drive you up the wall. Even if you like the song, it, 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 like, and I don't like this song <laughs> in this one. So it didn't help. Like, don't make your menu music lyrical. That and like just maybe uh, I'm mostly registering the dinosaur level because I was there for several years <laughs> um, like the whole dino jungle it's a dino <laughs> it's a jungle or whatever the hell's going on. like there's, there's this whole thing where the songs that have lyrics are just describing exactly what the level <laughs> yeah. is about and it's infuriating like triceratops yes, on your butt <laughs> run fast <laughs> Up your butt. Yeah. You can't run fast because you don't know where to tilt the controls because it's, it's they're doing the flipped c- camera thing yes. from like the uh, from Sonic Adventure Two where you roll it around at the speed of sound, but you have no idea what's coming up. The dinosaur one is just the perfect kind of cheesy for me to laugh at. That I adore it. I, I love, love it. it. I love it. Like too. it's a dino. It's a jungle. Like it's so long. It, it, it's fun I, for the first five minutes, nah. and then you're there. You're running around collecting eggs and dying, hoping the the egg versus nest uh, dynamic cycles in a way that will actually let you leave right. for 45 minutes. Then it starts to fall apart just a little bit. Visiting the stages over and over and over again to get to the next unlockable, to get to the next world, hurts the soundtrack because you're hearing the songs over and over and over again. But when I was listening to the soundtrack independently in my car, I nearly got a speeding ticket listening to The Wicked Wild with that dino track because I was just (laughs) totally into this corny ass song. I loved it. And I looked down at my speedometer. I'm going 90. I'm like, all right, it's time to chill out. I listen to Sonic music regularly just to, like, do work to, and Mm -hmm. I haven't played this game for a good decade, so it's pretty separated from the game for me. Like, this is one of my favorite cheesy Sonic soundtracks, honestly. It's rare, super rare, for a Sonic game to have poor music. Um, And I don't don't hate the main theme, uh, though it does get grating in the menu, like y'all have said. I'm a little surprised at how much I like the cheesy lyrics, because I really don't like the main theme for Sonic Heroes, which has the same kind of problem singing about the game. Yeah. I don't, maybe the absurdity of a lot of them makes me really like it. I'm telling you, listen to Worth a Chance. That's got to be some Sonic fan's wedding song, without a doubt. <laughs> <laughs> I hear Make Believe Reborn in my sleep. I hate it. <laughs> 
I can't I've been randomly it. saying it around my house. I hate it. I, and every time I start, I, I, yeah, I hate it. And then part of me goes like, please just make it stop. Like, I can't stand it. <laughs> but all the other music, like, especially like the instrumental stuff, I really like. I really enjoyed Yo Dino, It's a Jungle. And that works great. But I also, as I was playing it, because it's like, Yo Dino, It's a Jungle, fuck you up. And it's like... <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, I fell. You're right. I, I, I did. Like, So that's all I heard. Yeah. But I, other than Make We Leave Reborn, which I wish would leave my brain, um, I really enjoyed the music. I got to see do? if in Patreon there's a way to just make a special uh, MP3 file for just one member of your Patreon. So that way I can make sure that Jeremy Palmatier gets the copy of this episode where between each segment we play <laughs> that song, Make Believe Reborn. <laughs> The Hot-Blooded Challenger Club podcasts are a proud affiliate of Animation Legends. Head on over to AnimationLegends.com and scope the large assortment of animation cells they're offering. Own a piece of animation history. For just $25, you can get five different cells from some of your favorite animated shows. Shows like He-Man, G.I. Joe, Vampire Hunter D, Captain N, the Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, Star Wars Ewoks, and many other. And you can pay even less with our special promo code RINGS at checkout. That's R-I-N-G-S. Go to AnimationLegends.com or click the link in this show's description and tell them that the Hot-Blooded Challenger Club sent you with our promo code RINGS. The time has come to leap into Sonic's shoes for his fastest, most physical adventure yet. Make his every move. Take his every turn. Share the fun with your friends. Become Sonic the Hedgehog in Sonic and the Secret Rings. <laughs> oh, hey there, listener. I didn't see you come in. Well, since you're here, let me personally thank you for listening to this program. If you'd like to show your support a little bit further, check out the Hot-Blooded Challenger Club. That's hotbloodedchallenger.club. You can become a member for as little as a dollar a month. And with that dollar, you get access, early access, to premium episodes of this very podcast. What's a premium episode? Additional content that's cut just for club members. You could be listening to that instead of this advertisement right now. And hey, don't have the buck, but want to support the show? Leave us a five-star review on your podcast catcher of choice. Honestly, it, it goes so far to help our algorithm, so one day you could hear me advertising for uh, comfortable underoos, or a really good mattress, or yet another subscription box. But regardless, thank you so much for listening. Now, let's get back to the show. A uh, dollar per game. Here we go. And yeah, I'm talking back. about Flicky, and you guys are like, you know, Espio and Vector the Crocodile. I'm like, I know these guys, but I don't know them like you guys know them. It it's also like, somebody oh, somebody will make us play Chaotix at some no. point, which I actually don't think was that bad. It was just no on the 32x. Chaotix has been no. nominated uh, by. I, awesome. I said I I wanted to do it because uh, I never got anywhere in that game. Yeah, you know, Chaotix I rented has it been... back in the day. Yeah, nominated by uh, Chili Dingo. <laughs> Chaos was, 
It's on our spreadsheet. So that that is uh, on the run. Uh, we will get to Chaotix eventually. Uh, and we are back. And if you didn't hear that, it's because you're not a member of the Hot-Blooded Challenger Club. What are you doing for a dollar a month? You can get additional content within the podcast you're already listening to. You can get those podcasts early and you can get more of them. Go to hotbloodedchallenger.club and check out what we're doing over there. Let's wrap up on Sonic and the Secret Rings. I think this game is a prisoner of its vintage. I think uh, for its time, The Secret Rings received pretty decent praise from what I can gleam. I see a lot of 7s, 8s, or Bs. I don't know if that's because, you know, the hardware was new, so these controls were new, so it was kind of considered innovative. Or maybe it's because it came out a year after Sonic 06, and anything could look better than that, right? And yet. It's still not a fun game to play. Uh, The controls really put a damper on the experience for me. Honestly, I think the development team was too ambitious for its own good. It was trying to dump in way too many mechanics on something that was completely new. They, They were creating a new game for the Wii. And I personally would have liked it if it was just a very focused, pared-down experience that was an endless runner where you tilted the controls and that was it. And then occasionally hit A to jump and it was all about timing. Almost, you know, more of like a puzzle game dumped into this on-rails runner mechanic. I think of something like Link's crossbow training. I know it's kind of like a point of contention with some Zelda fans, but I enjoyed the game for what it was. It's fine. It was simple. Was it a part of canon? No. Was it a part of the, you know, the greater scope of the story? No. Was it even a Zelda game? No. Did it work? Yes. Was it fun? I thought so. I played a lot of that. Yeah, just, I like that you, game you just, a lot. You just, you just glack stuff yeah. and like you got a free piece of plastic with it. Or actually, you paid for the piece of plastic and got a free game Ex- with it. It's great. Exactly. And for me... It worked on two other games. I wouldn't have mind going through the stages over and over and over again and doing different things and unlocking different modes if it controlled well. If I was enjoying that mechanic, and I think I would have because of... The parts of the game that were exciting and fun for me, like we didn't get into this, but the grinding mechanic, you know, I get it. It's the early 2000s, Tony Hawk Pro Skater. It was a part of Sonic Adventure grinding on rails. It did not work for me at all in this game. Yeah, yeah. Rail, rail jumping was essential in Sonic Adventure, like side to side. I could not figure out what combination of tilt and button would actually make that work. I kept running. There's some where you have to jump off the rail before you hit an obstacle at the end. Yeah, I had no idea how to jump off the rails. And any time that I, like, tried to switch to another rail, for some reason it would, like, go the other direction. Yeah, give me a tutorial for that, goddammit. <laughs> I-, I think what Just... you guys are saying is this game is off the rails? Oh, boy. Hey! Hey! <laughs> I'm radioactive now. <laughs> have you ever now? seen a rail disaster? It's pretty bad. I, I have a little bit of a nostalgia behind this game. I can't help it. But yeah, I know uh, people have problems with the general idea of the storybook games. So there's some Black Knight. Yeah. But I actually think they were kind of creative and fun ideas. And if the story, I mean, if the gameplay was good, I kind of wish they had made a third one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel the same way here as I do about the Werehog in Sonic Unleashed, which is um, like Big the Cat. I really like the Werehog. I can't deal with the fishing gameplay in Sonic Adventure, and I cannot deal with the Werehog gameplay for more than five minutes on un- Unleashed. Mm-hmm. I think gimmicks like those and how this game works can be fun, yeah. uh, but they have to be not frustrating, and those all fail at that. Mm. And in addition, uh, I'll just add a note of like, the bosses frustrated me so much and hurt my arm more. <laughs> uh, I made it, I guess I'm a masochist. I just like f- kept fighting through 
all the way to like the first like fight with the Eraser Jin towards the end, but then I I couldn't take it anymore when I couldn't get it, so I I dropped to go play a better Sega game. Slightly sad then. I I missed Sonic's weird final form where he has no toes, uh, and his final Rip wish of a mountain. Yeah, no toes. And his final wish of a mountain of tissues. I'm, I'm sad I missed those. I, I can't believe they actually did a callback to that. Like, I, I definitely did not get that far. There's other games that have done the whole minor missions and then stuff to do, but, like, they didn't use a text menu. Like, there's enough branching paths in a lot of these main levels and even some of the submissions that they could have at least stretched some of them out and made longer missions with better rewards, like increase the speed of progress mm-hmm. or... Like, like, I feel like there's concepts here that could have worked and they just didn't get glued together right. But, like, in Sonic Adventure, they had, like, hub areas that were tied to the levels where you actually had to do stuff and or revisit, mm-hmm. like, visually and, you know, thematically. Just do that. Have, have an oasis I'm, I'm hanging out at where I go to the different areas of the desert or whatever. Or, you know, have me hanging out with the dino in the jungle. Yeah. You know, something. <laughs> something besides just going to text... To more text, mm-hmm. to more text, to decide which text I want to help me in the not text part, so I can get back to text and find unlock maybe some more text. Yeah, like and, may, and maybe within those like areas, it, it could have been cleaned up. Within those areas, you lot. could experiment with the controls instead of going that through too, these yes. little missions, yeah, like a practice right. area of some sort. Right. It could have been. Even that's what this it. could have been, and I think they could have gotten away with it back then. And at the time, it would have been like, oh, it's just the, you know, you tilt the controls, big whoop. But then it would have been appreciated down the road. Perhaps at the time, if they simplified the controls to just the tilt, it would Yeah, have I think panned. they could have gotten away with it. And but you know, remember it would that, have aged better. God, I can't remember the name of that marble game on the Wii because it's got some crazy name. Kororimpa, yeah, Kororimpa Marble yeah. Game. Yeah. Mar- which I actually wasn't familiar with, but looking at the stages, yeah, I can see There's where, two of them, yeah. Marble it's- Saga, Kororimpa, and Cornipa Mania. The simple controls. Visually, it looks great. It's a lot of fun to play. It holds up today because it works. You know, that that's the difference. It's like, okay, cool. Like, there's this leveling up mechanic and you can tack on all these buffs onto a ring and you can do all these special moves. Tilt, you yaw, you waggle, you go backwards, you can break them. Yeah, but does it work? Well, no. It doesn't work. No. What, what do you want and, from us? <laughs> we put all this there's, crap there's, in this game. The camera does not like you, and your movement does not like you. Nothing likes you. H- half the time, like, my jump uh, cancel outs wouldn't even register, so I'd still be moving forward. Like, I'm holding the A button. I'm here to charge a jump. Thank you. Please. When he, Something. When he walks backwards, it feels like when I'm moving furniture. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You know, you're like, oh, 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 wait, there's a step. Okay. Let's award yeah. this game some chili dogs. Sam, how many chili dogs you award in this game? I, I went in thinking I'd give it maybe like six or seven, but after actually playing it, I give it five. Uh, I think it's only worth playing if you're a filthy, hardcore Sonic <laughs> fan. Uh, maybe a bit of a, a masochist, which I, I am both, uh, I suppose, when it comes to Sonic. Uh, satisfying once you get the hang of certain parts, but like it's too frustrating to make it worthwhile. Go listen to the music not in the game and like look up some YouTube videos of how pretty parts of it are. I was going to give it one, maybe one and a half tops, mm. a bit, mostly because uh, Wingship, Wind Hell, or whatever the floaty island, it's, it's levitating ruins. I, I, I know I keep screwing up, but I, it always comes back to me as soon as I make fun of it. That level I like, well, that area I liked, and I liked, there was this one challenge level where you have to like jump on a rope and then swing it high enough that it'll launch you out far enough to hit the one enemy that you have to hit to get the goal that's just floating out in the middle of the abyss. I thought that was a cool idea. 
So that was going to be the chili dog. But then I found out about Big the Cat. So now it gets <laughs> two chili dogs. I have to remember what I gave Sonic R. And whatever that was, I think it was, I think I gave it a four. You always I would hate give it on the- Sonic R. <laughs> <laughs> Because it, ma- it makes me so mad. <laughs> like, um, more, more whatever than I gave Sonic did. R. More than this game did? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Whatever I gave Sonic I, R. Yeah, whatever I gave Sonic R, I would give this either a half a point or a whole point more. I gave this game a lot of grief, but like when it worked for me, it it worked and it was fun. And I would want to play those levels again. If I had like a cheat code that would unlock everything or like an easy mode where you had all the abilities or something like hacked, I would really like this. Where Sonic R, it's just a sloppy mess. He's supposed to run. He runs fast. Why is he falling off things? Why don't I don't even have to do this race? It's so stupid. Whereas this, like, yeah, you did it. You, you it didn't work out. But Sonic R, it's just you blew it. <laughs> I, I I maintain that Sonic R at least had the out where you could just get the Chaos Emeralds, get Supersonic, and then span the whole game with him. Right. Like that that was your exit strategy. This has no exit strategy. He still doesn't even this run is right. Suffer he's... forever. He, the best character in Sonic R is Knuckles. That is something wrong. <laughs> Are you talking shit on Knuckles? No. I love Knuckles, but the game isn't called Knuckles R. It's called Sonic R. <laughs> and it's about I, I, racing. Now, now I want the, I want the fan hack that it's just Knuckles R. Yeah, and it's about it's racing, right? It, like the R is for Knuckles. racing, not right. Knuckles yeah. G for gliding. It's like, <laughs> what is that thing? Flying objects I, also race. Yeah, it fun. sucks. Like, so, like <laughs> at least I had some fun with this. All, all, all the aeronautical racers out there, are like they're they're grit their teeth now. They're they're gonna get us. And and also See, to, like- to clarify, I'm not giving away my games. <laughs> Please follow me on Instagram. I have a great collection that I know nothing you can about. Look at all the games that you're not gonna get yeah. from him. Yeah, That's I know great. nothing about yeah. them, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can watch. You can watch me identify them. Even though I only know them because the name has been stuck in my head for years. For I no think reason. it's adorable you call them Nintendo tapes, regardless of console, vintage, whoa, 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 or what whoa, they whoa. are. You call them all Nintendo tapes. It's adorable. Hey, that's you know that's a little below the belt. <laughs> <laughs> well, find out uh, if I'm lying. Go follow uh, Pete on Instagram. Oh yeah, that's that's a good spin on that. Yeah, yeah go go to my Instagram. Wow. Uh, follow me on Peter underscore graphic. See if I'm a joke. <laughs> <laughs> You're not oh a joke. And again, you can find me commenting. You can find my Instagram, but I don't post there much. Like, yeah, scroll all the way down with all my Sega stuff. Like, you'll find good Sonic games in there. Yes, <laughs> they exist. They exist. I help. I have some. You wouldn't. We'll review them one you day. You wouldn't know listening It'll to the show. 2026, but we'll get there. Let me say real quick on Sonic R. At least like this game, I didn't beat it now, but I beat it at some point. Sonic R, I could never unlock <laughs> anything in that game, and I can't tell what direction you're supposed to go in like half the stages. Yeah. You know, it doesn't you get matter. lost somehow. It doesn't you matter where you go. Our... Plus, I paid eight Just bucks listen. for this game. <laughs> Sonic R, not so much. All right, well, I'm giving this game uh, three chili dogs, and the reason why I'm giving it three chili dogs is because at this point for Sega, they really needed to knock it out of the park, and they didn't, and there is six polygonal Sonics that came prior, Sonic R being one of them, where they really should have had their act together and either uh, let this bake a little bit more in the oven or tested it and figured out what they needed to pare down, and they didn't do either of those things. And it's unfortunate because I like the theming. I like the storybook idea. Uh, graphically, it looks great. I even like the game mechanic. I just hate how it plays. So, yeah, I'm, I'm giving it a, a relatively low ranking amongst the paddle, but um, I think it's deserved. So let's debate 
on where Sonic and the Secret Rings will be ranked on our master list of greatest Sonic games of all time as reviewed by Gotta Go Cast. All right, I'm uh, look, I, I've been lobbying for it. I'm, I would like to put Sonic and Secret Rings below Sonic R because Sonic R at least is the start of something. I know it doesn't work. I know it's a janky mess, but it has an awesome soundtrack. And as we discussed on the yes. episode, it that's, that soundtrack could possibly get you laid. So for that, I would like to rank... No, I, I, there's something endearing about the start of a polygonal Sonic. I'd, I'll throw it right in the uh, toilet. I don't, I don't care. Like, so, this had Big the Cat. That's fine. That almost saved it for me. But Sonic R has the best depiction of Robotnik in his little cart ever. There's that evil grin and the mustache. Wins. Wait, so Sonic R is better than this? Uh, we, we are yes, saying that absolutely. Sonic R is better than this. Peter and I are going to say no. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, no, it's a draw. <laughs> no, this, listen, great soundtrack, but like, if you watched a really bad movie that had an excellent soundtrack, you're going to be like, that was a great movie, guys. What do you think? <laughs> hey, don't come in here with your logic, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Not allowed. Yeah, get by Sonic podcast. Buy the album. And, and like, I. That game is it's not worth it stinks. Hey, it wait, stinks. wait, wait. I'm gonna I'm gonna spin this on you. How many times did you go to like let's say the Sam Goody or the Wall and pick up an album and only listen to one song on that entire album? I don't know where I'm going uh, with this. Oh, because I <laughs> Oh, I listen to the oh, entire I like soundtrack. Fr- I don't know what you're talking about. Because I only like a few levels in this one. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Well, I would have bought it I would have bought the single, like the single cassette at Sam Goody then, because I'm old school. <laughs> but <sighs> But no, this game is better than Sonic R. I will only place it in the middle of the list because, okay, I haven't played Triple Trouble yet. I hear it's good. I can't touch it. But both Sonic Spinball and Sonic R, I've never been able to get anywhere in them. Period. I progressed further in Secret Rings than I did in Sonic Spinball, but I can tell you without a doubt, I'm going to revisit Sonic Spinball before I ever touch this game again. I don't disagree with that. No, I would play this over Sonic Spinball for sure. What? Yeah. What if you get a hankering for some of that good pinball goodness and you want to play it with your blue boy? You're going to go with Sonic Spin. Play to, you know you're going to play Sonic CD. I think what you just described was something <laughs> completely different. <laughs> yeah. you, or you're going to play Sonic Pinball Party. And you're you, not going to play Yeah, Sonic you usually pinball. need a credit card for I what you described. I cannot put Secret Rings above Sonic Spinball. I don't want to put it above Sonic... I, I can't put it above, above Spinball. I... I don't want to put it above Sonic R, but I also want to finish this podcast because we've been at it for a while. I will give it a conditional slightly better than Sonic R, and that is on the condition that the Big the Cat segments actually prove to be worth it to me. You're going to love it. If not, I will complain about it in future episodes, but we won't be able to change it. I'll I'll put it this way. Big the Cat is not in Sonic R at all, period. That is true. That is true. We're we're past Sonic R. Someone... (laughs) No, wait, quick. Somebody, like, mod low-poly Big the Cat into Sonic R. Yeah, exactly. I would would play that forever. (laughs) I I remember... I think it was an April Fool's joke. There was a Big the Cat fishing game. Yes, there was. Teased. That was a yes. big thing. But they didn't actually make it, or did they? I think there the... was like a browser game they made. Oh no, I want a full like even if it's just a remake of a uh, Sega Bass. Nico, fishing. when did you just say did we're the... going way too long? <laughs> yeah, I, like I'm just saying, put Big the Cat in Sega Bass Fishing and have him just scream Froggy a lot. Give John Saint John work. He, he's the le- one of the le- 
least worst uh, voice actors out there. So. All right, can I get two other people to agree to put Sonic and the Secret Rings between Sonic R and Sonic Spinball? I can deal with that. Yeah. That's, okay. Okay. Well, that's where it belongs. I just bitched about I thought it you were arguing to put Secret Rings above Sonic Spinball. No, oh, I just no, tricked no, 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 you guys. No, 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 no. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. All right, so Sonic and the Secret Rings is ranked fourth on our list of greatest Sonic games of all time as ranked by us. Just above Sonic R. Just above Sonic R. So I'm realizing I forgot when I mentioned my social media to plug that I play Sonic games every week. So well, like, please do that. When we go out. Yes. So when we go out. We're going uh, out right now. So please. Pl- <laughs> oh, okay. Sam, go. You're going to leave this? You're going to leave me being like, Sam, huh? th- <laughs> You have to go yeah. fast because it is the have to go cast. Sam, thank you for being <laughs> That's not what it's our called. first very special guest. Uh, you are welcome to return anytime. Perhaps maybe you won't subject yourself to a, such a terrible Sonic game. But please uh, hit us with the links where we can follow you and uh, see what you do. Okay. Yeah. Um, wasn't mentioned before, but you can find... All my links to everything and basic info about me at, uh, at on my card, which would be samnewkirch.card.co. So S-A-M-N-E-U-K-I-R-C-H dot C-A-R-R-D dot C-O. On Sundays, I usually stream Sonic. I'm, make, I'm making myself replay all the main series Sonic mm-hmm. games. As of this time, I am doing the Wii version of Sonic Unleashed because I was doing Sonic 06 and it literally broke our PlayStation 3. Oh my it has eaten our copy of Sonic 06. <laughs> it died on stream. Oh no. So I had to... I, I was going to do the PS3 version of Unleashed, but uh, yeah, I had Your to move PS3 on. Your PS3 committed suicide <laughs> live on stream. <laughs> it did. Oh, that, does, that doesn't bode well for my plan to get the disc oh boy. so I can add it to my X-Bone library. If... If my husband attempts to fix our fat PS3 again, that, like, he at least extracts the copy of Sonic 06, (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to keep it. As, like, a cursed (laughs) item? Like, some sort of cursed artifact or something? I mean, I literally have, like, on it, like, in the packaging, a a post-it note over Sonic's face that says LOL, and I don't remember when I put it there, but it's staying there permanently. (laughs) Okay, well, and with that, it, uh, that does it for us. Uh, I'd like to thank our host for joining me on this episode and also the members of the Hot-Blooded Challenger Club, without whom this podcast is not possible. If you would like to become a member of the Hot-Blooded Challenger Club, please visit hotbloodedchallenger.club. You can nominate a Sonic game for us to review by leaving a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. Or if you'd like to fast track that nomination, become a member of the Hot Blood Challenger Club and you can do it there and you can become a member for as little as a buck a month. Uh, until next time, uh, Seven Rings in Ham, Make Believe Reborn, Dino Jungle, Wicked Wild. Am I having a stroke? Maybe. <laughs> um, that's basically the entire experience of this game. Yo! This game smells like burnt toast. <laughs> All right. It's toast time, baby. All right, and, uh...